This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. Yeah. And you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy. In Southern Girl. And uh, today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about swinger fails. Yeah, so we wanted to do a Halloween episode, so we thought, what's better than mishaps, fails, all the things? Yeah, all the scary things that have happened over the years. Um, If you've been in this lifestyle for for more than a day, you'll realize that we're all people and we all make mistakes, and and sometimes just weird shit happens um, that's kind of beyond your control. Yeah, we get so many questions like on TikTok Live and other platforms of people asking, what happens if this happens? Or what do you do in this situation? Well, it's all in how you handle it. You know, if you can laugh and have fun with it, you know, that's the best way to go. But we have made all of these mistakes (laughs) multiple times. So it was kind of funny doing research for this. We're like, how have we how have we fucked up? What have we done wrong? (laughs) So it's been kind of fun taking notes, thinking about all the stuff that we've done. Yeah. 
Uh, so we kind of broke these into categories for you guys because um, there was that many where we <laughs> could do that. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off uh, pre, pre-Dan and Lacey when we were both singles in this lifestyle and exploring. Um, and, and really, I don't know if this is a, the first one I'm going to tell you about is I don't know if this is a fail, but this is kind of some of the weird things that can happen. So I had met a girl on SLS. Um, they Their profile um, was you know, a couple, but I think there was some stuff in there about she usually played, um, as a single. So I, I chatted with them and, and everything seemed good. And, um, we set a time to meet. Um, so normally like as a single male, a lot of times what will happen is, especially for like hot wife couples, at least in my experiences, I would meet them out at a bar or at a restaurant. I would meet the husband and wife just to kind of make the husband feel comfortable and get to know them a little bit. And then like, you know, a couple of days later, maybe you meet them for a drink on like a Thursday. And then that like Friday, Saturday, you, the, the wife would either come to your house or you get a hotel room or something like that. Uh, in this case, it was just, she wanted me to meet her, um, at, uh, I think it was like, it's like a cabin or something they owned. It was like, I think on a, a ski resort. Um, and I was like, okay. Um, you know, she had sent pictures and stuff and it, it seemed legit. And I was like, sure, no problem. Um, so then as I'm driving there, uh, she gives me very detailed, um, instructions and um i was not to park in the driveway <laughs> which should have been uh, oh. should have been red flag number one i was supposed to park in like the driveway next door or, or something and she's like don't worry my neighbors aren't there they're you know they're gone or whatever uh and then she said don't come through the front door i need you to go around to the back door because there's a ring video camera on the front door <laughs> so she didn't want her husband to see you or yeah. Well, who was she? Is that what you think? R- right. So again, we kind of, I kind of, I didn't pry, but I was like, I kind of like, hey, uh, you know, like that's a little. I think she kind of played it off as it was a family um, house, like it wasn't just her, like it was the ski cabin was not, yeah, I got just you, I got exclusively theirs. So there maybe were other members of the the family that had access to the ring camera or something like that. It was the way she um, approached it with me, but I, I honestly. Don't know what the the case would be, but it definitely was a a, a different f- experience you for me. I did go, and we had fun, and it was a good time. And um, I snuck snuck through the back door, um, in and in and out. So, <laughs> but did you ever go back? Like, was that a one and done? I think this wasn't. I think this was only a couple of months before I met you, so I think it just kind of fizzled. I don't think it ever happened. Mm-hmm. Again. And you never. But I do husband. think she disappeared. Like I, I don't think she ever messaged me again. Like, and I, I didn't reach out because I had other things going on. But uh, no, I never talked to the husband not one time. Not even in your group chat. Like there was no before? Group, there was no group chat. <laughs> yeah. You dirty thing. Which yeah. we've talked about that openly because we both as singles kind of unfortunately got ourselves in those situations so we've talked about it and you would be surprised how many couples that play with singles there's stuff like that that goes on yeah and i think i talked about it one other time it was you know i've had it happen before where you you know you show up to a house and you think it's going to be like an empty house and then there's like kids sleeping or dogs there you know or whatever the case may be and it's like oh i didn't realize you know so it's 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 some of those things that to learn like you know you would never think to ask like are there going to be any other people in the house yeah. when I wake up over to play? You know what I mean? Like, but um, you know, like some guys that could have really affected their like 
like mentally, you know, like if they're like worried about the husband catching them or if they're worried that the kids are sleeping or they don't want to wake the dog or whatever, like they could be too worried about that to actually perform. So, I mean, if you're that type of guy, you may need to ask those questions. Yeah. For, you know, my experience as a single male is it was definitely, you got a lot of couples that were just looking to explore and and sometimes they just didn't have, you know, much time for that. And so they would try to like Mm -hmm. squeeze you into these weird situations. And, you know, I had like, um, you know, even with the husband involved, them want me to meet the wife in a parking lot and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Which can be hot and can be fun, but depending on the situation, you know? Yeah. No, I've, I've, Speaking of parking lots, I've been, like, busted in parking lots. I mean, like, I've done all kinds of stuff in parking lots. I should be ashamed, but I'm not. It was fun. Yeah. Okay, so you want to tell one of yours? Yeah, so the next one is when I was a single, um, I played with a single guy quite often. This is before Dan. Um, We kind of, like, to go places together. So, you know, because single guys have such a hard time getting in places and I didn't really want to go along. So it was kind of like my partner. We never dated. Um, it was never anything like that. It was just like, if we weren't hooking up with other people, we would hook up with each other and then go places together. So we kind of had a list going, which was just like in the notes of like our iPhone of all the places that we wanted to go as far as swinger wise, like, Desire, Temptations, Hedo, and not like different um, positions. So, you know, different toys, different ways of doing things. Like, so this list was like pretty explicit. And he was definitely into some anal player, like wanting to test it out. And so a lot of that stuff was on there. Well, one day he was like copy and pasting the list from the Apple Notes section to text it to me, and he accidentally texted it to his coworker. So his, and it was a female, I think she was a little bit older than him, but he was mortified that she had gotten this. And of course, he like, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like, that was for my friend. I'm so sorry. And he was like, I don't want to go to work. I'm so embarrassed. And he had like a really like nice like job. Um, I think he was like a government contractor or something. I guess I could say that because nobody knows who he is. But, um, and so he like had to go into this professional setting like that Monday or whatever and see this coworker. And he was so embarrassed, but like, I guess he just like never mentioned it and she never mentioned it. And so they just kind of like ignored it. But I felt so bad because, you know, like we're always so scared that we're going to text or do something, you know? And so when it actually happens, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, so similarly on those lines, you know, and this is probably it's probably just good advice in general because here's the thing. If you're a swinger, you probably have multiple group chats going, and some of those mm-hmm. conversations and pictures being shared are probably uh, <laughs> ones you don't want mm-hmm. to accidentally send or share to the wrong person. But I, I was dating a – you know, I've talked about this openly before on this podcast, but I was dating a, a girl who introduced me to the lifestyle. Her and her ex-husband were swingers, um, and, and so we had started to meet couples, and – uh she had actually one time accidentally sent a picture of her boobs to my ex-wife when she was trying to text them to a couple. Um, she had my ex-wife in her phone, I think, for you know reasons of children. Like she, she sometimes would pick up my children. My, my children were younger then, like from school and stuff like that. And so they were just communicating back and forth about stuff like that. And uh, you know, I think she she sent a picture and some little line, and I don't remember what it said. Like I can't wait for you to feel these, or you know, who knows uh, what it was, but. Uh, 
And I think it was something that would like you could kind of tell it wasn't just to me. Like there was something more yeah. in there. In there, I don't. I wish I remembered exactly what the words were, but uh, my ex wife had texted me. It's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I am sorry that you know. I think I tried to play it off like it was meant for me, but um, I think she kind of. But had it, an she idea. was aware. Yeah, she yeah. had some kind of. She's like, I don't care what you're doing, but you, this is like, you can't be doing this. You know, like, yeah, that's my bad. That's funny. Which we've done that too. I mean, like not like not view pictures, but like we've accidentally sent the wrong things in the wrong group chats and stuff. Like never any explicit photos. Yeah, well, I did one time, but on purpose. <laughs> I sent my ex husband a naked picture of myself because I looked really hot and I wanted him to like feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that, but that was on purpose. So I don't know if that counts, but definitely a mishap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that counts. All right. So <laughs> that, that kind of sums up our um, time in singles and some of the stories from that. And I think the next thing we're going to talk about is Lacey's drinking stories. Hey, I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah. So what I was going to say is if, if you've listened to our podcast for a while, you, you, you maybe have already heard from some of these, but I think they're worth recapping. Uh, Alcohol and the lifestyle is definitely those two things go together, but it's um, easily over um, overdone. And and I think, you know, because people have nerves and you're trying to, you know, a lot of people will try to use alcohol to try to relax and get comfortable in a situation um, that it's easy to kind of overdo that. Uh, I've done that myself uh, maybe once or twice, but, but Lacey, uh, I think, is <laughs> more known for the one that... Um, tends to do that yeah but you're making it out like i'm like do this every time like we can only think of like three major times which is not that much considering that now when i do it i do it big but only three major times now i get tipsy pretty much all the time at events and stuff like that but like it really depends on like my food that i ate that day or eaten that day i mean if I haven't had a lot, I can definitely, you know, get tipsy quicker. So it's hard for me to judge. Um, but let's see. The first one is keto. Um, we've talked about this on a podcast, but it's worth mentioning again because it's such a funny and embarrassing story. So we went to keto this time last year. We were actually at keto this week last year. And um, we had so much fun. The first day we got there, we got like our first drink or two and they were pretty, I wouldn't say weak because that's not the correct term, but they weren't really that strong. And it makes sense. We're at an all-inclusive resort. They're not going to make the alcohol, you know, super strong. So I guess I thought that I could drink a lot more than I expected to. And they also kept passing around fireball shots which were like like those weren't diluted or like those were fireball shots and they like would pass like if you've ever been to keto or any kind of these resorts they like stack these shots like on top of each other so they have like 20 and they're walking around with them and if you know me i have a hard time turning down fireball so every time they'd come around i'd be like fireball fireball and i would take it well we're sitting in the pool, and at Hito, they have these, like, built-in, like, stools in the water that go up to the bar. And I can just remember, like, sinking to the bottom. <laughs> like, I really quick, I, like, was drunk, like, bare, like, and to the point where, like, I had, like, really not a lot of self-control. You know, like, we had some good friends there um, 
the swinging was on, but he like grabbed me up out of the water a couple of times. You were holding me up, and then y'all would sit me up and think I was okay. And next thing I know, I'd be back in the water. And then I threw up in the water, which is, or actually, did I throw up on you, babe? On me. Yeah, you were. No, I think you were like sitting either next to me or on my lap. I mean, I was like, you know, getting water and making sure you're okay. And yeah, yeah, you. you Everybody was like super sweet. Yeah, Yeah. I threw up on you, which is the one and only time I've ever thrown up on a person. Um, so we finally decided, okay, let's get me up out of this water. And so we did. And, you know, it took a little bit. I mean, I, I didn't just like pop up, like we had to sit me on the side. And then eventually you got me up enough to like walk to our room, which we stayed on the prude side, um, of Hito. So it was a, not a far walk, but a good walk. And I remember saying to you, I've got to pee. Yeah. You looked at me and you're like, I got to pee. And I'm like, it's okay. We're, we're going to walk right past the bathroom. This one right up here a little bit. Uh, you know. No, no issues. And I was like, no, I've got to pee right now. And I just peed. Like, it's yeah, so you, you embarrassing. Didn't, but <laughs> you didn't squat. You didn't, uh, you didn't, you just. It, this is such an embarrassing story, but I tell it because like other people are going to go to Hedo and they're going to go the first day and they're going to completely blow it out of the water too. And I want you to know you're not alone. Like, <laughs> and I peed like the entire beach, like. Yeah, it wasn't just times. once. I think you did it like three or four more times on the way on the way to the room. Yeah. It was like every And so we get back to the room and I am just I mean shit. This is the drunkest I think I've ever been at anything. And of course I sleep. And it's our first night. It's like our school the girl night. I have the cutest outfit. I love it. And I sleep through the show. <laughs> I basically sleep through dinner. And you are pissed off, like for real pissed off. Because like we spent a lot of money on this trip, right? Yeah. So you know, this is our first full day at Hedo, you know, and, and we this is, you know, I'm carrying you out of the pool drunk at like one o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. You know, by the time you pay for airfare and the resort and all that, I mean, you're, it's almost a thousand dollars a day. I mean, it's like what five grand? I think is essentially what we pay. Six. So, so yeah. So, so, so probably like yeah. seven fifty a day. Yeah. yeah. So that's. I mean, that's a lot of money. So to, to take a whole day to, you know, off to be drunk is kind of, was kind of. Yeah. I was a little yeah, irritated. Yeah, and you were, but then I was like, no, I'm going to rally. I got this. I got this. We're going to do this. So I get up, I get Randy, I get cute, got my outfit on and we go up. And of course the like, so they have different like eating places and the hibachi place that we wanted to eat was like closing. And I begged the worker, I was like, please, please, please let us eat. Cause I knew you were already pissed. And so like, I had to make it up to you. And so they ended up letting us eat, but it was like a really quick meal. Like they didn't do all the like fancy stuff. It was very quick, but we ended up turning the night around. We ended up having fun, but like everywhere we walked, we're like, wow, you made it. I I can't believe you're here. (laughs) Yeah. I think we went to the piano bar after dinner and like, there was like 10 people that were like, oh, I didn't expect to see you for the rest of the night. Yeah. But you're right. That, that, you know. That is an important lesson, not just for Hito, but but all the, these. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit more, but it's so easy, um, you know, especially when you you know have those nerves, and you usually are you have high anxiety and stuff going into a lot of these events. Mm-hmm. So it's it's easy well, to overdo it um, when you're trying to when you're drinking. It is, and for me personally, if you go to like a hotel takeover or a resort or something that has like day drinking, and you have a night portion as well, that's where I really really struggle. Because it's hard to, like, 
not overdo it during the day. I think I've learning. I think I've gotten much better. Like we ran a dip this weekend. I was fine. We've done a bunch since then. For the most part, I can kind of maintain that now, but it's very hard to do a day. Like even naughty in New Orleans, you do a day party and then you have your night portion. It's hard to like go, 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 take a break, eat. You know, it's kind of like a learn. You kind of learn how to do that. Yeah. No, I think we've definitely got uh, better at that over the years. Yeah. I, you know, and there's been a few. Uh, well, I guess we're going to talk about a few more. Yeah. So another one we're going to talk about is, again, another one we talked about on the podcast, but it's the Red Room in Nashville. Um, This is probably like, well, I guess the pen is pretty damn embarrassing, but I was really embarrassed by this. This was our first, like, event event, like, where the club invited us to come. They were, like, really sweet. They, like, went out of their way to show us a good time. Um, it was very, in the very beginning when the podcast really started taking off and we had went and had hibachi for dinner. It was one of our friends, um, G-Money's birthday. So we went to hibachi and I had two doubles, which is a lot of alcohol for me. And of course I ate, but I didn't eat a ton because I was drinking. So maybe not super hungry. And then we get to the red room and the shots start going and the drinks start going and I get sick, like not out in public. I went to the bathroom. Luckily they have well, like, so a, let me interject real quick. So this is, yes, yeah, so okay. what, you, what you're saying is correct. We go from Hibachi to the red room. Um, and you know, this is our, our second event ever, but our first, like you're saying our first real event. Um, and this is actually where Mr. Fireball got his name, Mr. Fireball, because yes. we, we're sitting in the VIP. I, I already know that you're, you know, I can tell when Lacey's starting to go from zero to hero. So I know you're already, you know, on that line and then they start trying to pass out shots and I'm like, Lacey, but we didn't really know them, right? They were, <laughs> no, we, no, we didn't know them. Yeah. We, they were friends of, um, G money and Nadine, their friends, they had been invited there by them. So we didn't know them for, you know, no idea who they right. were. And they started trying, you know, passing out shots or right. gave, or maybe I asked for, I think I asked for a shot and you were like, Lacey, you need, yeah. you know, I was like, Lacey, role. no. Right. And then, so Bo was like, not nah, here, Lacey, take it. You know, he, cause he didn't know you and didn't, you know, he, he didn't know me. Right. No. And I think it's, I probably like persuaded him. I was like, come on, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. care. You know, he was being a nice guy. And so he gave me the shot and that was the shot that did me in. So I started calling him Mr. Fireball after that. And so his name now on TikTok is Mr. Fireball. And we, you know, we all call him Fireball. So, I, I knew I was going to get sick. So I went to the bathroom and I, I, I don't know how long I was in there, but it felt like hours. Did it feel like hours to you? It it was a long time. I mean, you, and it wasn't just like, one, you, you went in there and then you came out for a bit and then you went back in there. And I mean, you spent half the night in the bathroom and then I think the other half of the night sleeping in the VIP booth. Yeah. So I sl- and we, and we have a TikTok. Maybe you can post this TikTok today. The podcast comes out. It's like a funny reminder, but there's a TikTok of me like sleeping on in the VIP section, and of course, I have like a dress on. So, like, somebody has put, I think Ash um, put my jacket on me to make sure that you know wasn't like flashing everybody. But and I don't think I really like slept, slept like in some because somebody made a comment that I was passed out. No, I was never passed out. I was definitely coherent. I definitely remember everything. I just was really sick, you know. Like, 
never passed out or anything like that. Um, but I basically missed that entire night. Like when we did the review, I had no memory of any of the stuff. Like you were like, oh, they have this room for single guys and they have this and this. And I was like, what? I had no memory of it at all. So, um, so I kind of, I was embarrassed because so many people had came to meet us and to see us. And like, I was a, a drunken mess. So like, as much as I hated that happened, I was also like, cause this was right after Hito. This was like November of last year. So I was still, I was like, it was a very learning, like I learned a lot about how to like control my alcohol a little bit. I haven't been sick since then. I haven't thrown up since then. I haven't been like anything. I haven't peed in public since then. So I learned a lot this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've gotten better. You've gotten better. So I do have one more drunken story. Um, And I really wasn't, I was mainly just tipsy. I really wasn't that drunk. But we went to Splash Atlanta um, early June, and they asked us to teach a class. And it was like at 530 or something in the afternoon, before the evening, but in, you know, early afternoon. And so we um, we had hung out by the pool all day, you know, having fun with our friends and drinking and dancing and all the things. And we went to the room and changed clothes, but I was very tipsy. Like, I FaceTimed a couple of the girls that work with us while we were getting ready. And they were like, oh, no, how is Lacey going to teach this class? And we get down there to the room, and they have a microphone. So I decided to to sing Strawberry Wine on the microphone. And again, you were annoyed, weren't you? I was super. I mean, you were just, you know, you were at that level where you were just happy and oh, and go lucky and, and i'm trying to like be somewhat professional and serious and you're you're just not having having it so as we're at splash atlanta as we're prepping for this class and i have slides and powerpoints as the <laughs> uh the the um students I, I guess you would call them are showing up here's Lacey front center stage just belting out her most drunk version of um of strawberry wine yeah, but it's funny because, like, as you taught the class, I sobered up. So, like, by the end of it, I was, like, totally fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I guess in some way, thank God we had to teach you a class or else you you might have ended up napping. Half yeah, I would have. Splash, would splash have. away, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that is all my drunkenness. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some there's some more stories in there. I know you did oh, at a few of yours. Par- Paradise Valley. I think I can remember having to like wake you up to bring you to the club at night and stuff. A few oh times. yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've done uh, that. I've gotten like uh, when we the Nashville one of the Nashville trips. I was yeah on Broadway. I was pretty pretty good. We made some TikToks. And naughty in New Orleans. Naughty in New Orleans. I got pretty good one night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, yeah. there's no, I didn't poop or pee. I mean, I think the worst thing that you probably got me doing was, you know, shaking my ass in front of cops, making TikToks and stuff. And in, in that is true. Um, mm-hmm. I think you were worried I was going to get in a fight with somebody one time in that. Yes. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, remember I don't remember. That. Oh, I tried to cut the hot dog line. That's what it was. Right? Yeah. 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 But uh, mm-hmm. overall, yeah, alcohol and swinging, it, it's, it's good, but in moderation. Yeah. Which is All can right, be so hard I, when you're nervous. Yeah, it can be. 
All right, I think what we do now is we take a little break and we hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about things getting broken and um, some some mishaps or really accidents, I guess, might be the um, the thing they call it. So uh, yeah. stay tuned for that and we'll be right back, guys. Okay. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on, and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of, and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Welcome back, guys. Um, thanks for listening to our sponsors. Uh, we, we love them. We do. We do love them. Oh, they're the best. They, I mean, they, they send us free stuff. We get to give it out at events. You know, it's, it's all good. Yeah, they do. They take care of us. All right. So the next category of swinger fails is broken things. So over the last few years in our swinging adventure, um, sometimes things get broken. <laughs> often to be honest when you're with you. um i guess alcohol probably has a part to do with that um where you're having sex sometimes can can play a part in that but but we've broken mm-hmm. a few a few things so do you want to mm-hmm. um i guess the first category of broken things is is broken beds yeah um that's definitely happened <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we broke beds long ago. Just we just broke a you. bed. Yeah, at a vanilla. We were just at an Airbnb for travel that had nothing to do with swinging, uh, and we broke a bed. Um, but this yeah. is probably we've probably broke. I don't. I mean, if you had to count up, I mean, it's probably been four or five <laughs> beds. Yeah, yeah, no, over, no. <laughs> over the years. Um, and I don't feel like it's our fault. Like I don't think I don't feel like we've really no. gone out of our way to like. Um, well, there was okay. So we did the the vet the bed that we broke at the vibe house when we were there for vibe with all the swing swinger society girls. It was because oh, yeah. there was like eight people on that bed. Well, and it was also one of those beds that come out of the wall. What do you call those? I like um, a mur- mur- Murphy bed. Is that what Murphy you call bed? Yeah, right, like those fold away yeah. beds. So this yeah, was like I mean, this is a pretty nice house, my uncle's house, um, as yeah. we call it. Um, and and so. You know, you fold this bed out, and it had like little metal legs and like a little metal bar that held the legs up. Um, and I think at one point in time, we had like eight people on this one like king size yeah. Murphy, Murphy bed, and um, those metal legs were not rated. I think for that amount of people to be no. having se- sex on that bed at that given time. No, but we fixed it, right? I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like we yeah. fixed that one. No, so all that happened is it like bent the legs out until like the bed touched the ground. And then, like, we all, like, stopped and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So we got off the bed and we bent the legs back. And we did a pretty good job. You couldn't really tell if you looked at it. You'd have a hard time telling that the legs um, had been bent and unbent back into position. Uh, and then we were kind of like, oh, crap. Well, what are we, you know, like, this bed, like, it was in a very convenient location to, to play. Um, so we're like, okay. And we just we just took the mattress off and we folded the bed back up and just and just put the mattress on the ground right there. Um, yeah, that that ended up working pretty good. And actually, in the future, if this ever happens again, I think I might just start that way. Yeah, I think we've kind of learned that because we had we did something in May this year at your uncle's house, another uncle's house, and we just took the mattresses off the bed. I mean, and just like put them like in the floor, and that seemed to work better. But we still broke a bed at that um, at that event because it was so funny because we we have this beautiful mansion, and you and I were like. We're taking the master because we planned this. We're taking the master. <laughs> yeah. And of all the beds to break in the entire place, the bed that we sleep on breaks. And we, we weren't even sleeping fucking. like, no, I think we were just sleeping. Yeah. And we ended up sleeping on that bed like that all weekend. And then we fixed it before we left because obviously we're going to not leave it like that. And it was like the easiest fix. And we had been sleeping all funky all weekend long for no reason. Yeah, I've come to find my uncle. You know, he buys all this IKEA furniture, and I, you know, it's just not meant for swingers. I don't think. I don't think no, IKEA furniture not. is rated um, as swinger. You know, that's not it's not an approved swinger furniture no. brand. No. Uh, okay, so what else have we we broken? So um, we had this one couple. Which um, can I name drop him? Should I do it? Sure. Why not? Swinging with Llamas, who we used to play with, or still, you know, we still play with them often. We just haven't seen them in a while. And um, we hadn't saw them in like four or five months because you were gone. And so it was like our first time swinging since you had been back. And we were in like a room at Trappy's Atlanta. And we actually shut the door and made it private, which is not our typical play style. But we had done that because it had been so long since we hung out with them. And he was like go into town and all of a sudden his leg goes through the wall 
He kicked a hole in the wall at Trappy. Now, if you've ever been to, this is not only Trappy's Atlanta, but Trappy's Atlanta Diamond Club. It's super nice, super fancy. And we were like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, like, I cannot believe that we did that. Um, it was a complete accident. I'm sure that like shit like that happens there all the time. Um, but a complete accident. Um, we told the staff they were super kind and nice and, and it was fixed the next time we went back, but we were so embarrassed that, and then what's even funnier is like two months later, he texted us and was like, was that you that I was fucking when my leg went through the wall? And I was like, come on, was that not memorable? Yeah, I couldn't remember. Like, yeah, There's something yeah. like, I don't know if they're trying to blame me for it or if they, they <laughs> couldn't remember if it was, we were the couple they were with, but there was some debate on who exactly was involved. I was like, in, I in feel the, like I wasn't memorable. If you don't even remember that it was me, mm-hmm. that you kicked you know, a hole in the wall, but I've never heard of anybody else kicking a hole in a wall in a swingers club. I think that's like a first. I mean, I'm sure it's not a first, but it's like the first that I've ever heard of. Yeah, I'm sure it, it is not a first, but it, it was a. It's the first and only for us. I can't. I was trying to think of has there any been any other wall furniture brain or incidents, but I don't. I don't. I can't I think of any stuff wall. like that. I mean, we've definitely tore up some playrooms. I mean, like I say that in like a fluid sense, not in like a damaged sense. Like, like the sheets definitely had to be changed. I mean, they always do change them, but like. You get a lot of girls in there squirting and stuff going. It can be a mess very, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, you know, most of these places are very prepared for that. They have the waterproof. Oh, 100%. And, yeah. yeah. 100%. We don't actually cause like damage. That was the one and only time I think we've ever caused any kind of permanent damage. But they were kind. It was fixed. It was no big deal. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's else? What else have we broken? I've also like. I mean, like, ladies, y'all don't know. Like, I get all these questions from ladies all the time. It's like, what happens if, you name it, stuff about lingerie, stuff about clothes, stuff about shoes. I mean, you name it. And it all has happened. I mean, I could sit here for days and talk about, oh, my strap and my lingerie broke or my shoe broke. Because um, this all happened. One I can think of is uh, I used to I use Sony extensions now, but I used to use tape in extensions, and um, I've had like in the middle of like playing a tape in extension like fall out of my hair, which was like so embarrassed because I had extensions. This was like a few years ago, and now pretty much every girl has extensions. But back then, I don't feel like as many girls did. And so I was like so embarrassed. Like I went and grabbed it and like hid it in my bag because <laughs> I didn't want anybody to see it. But stuff yeah. like that happens all the time. Now you'll straight up tell people if they start grabbing your hair, yeah. like, you better not mess up my extensions. Yeah, and I think that's like if you learn anything from this, like shit's gonna happen. It's like all in how you deal with it, right? You know, if you're like, oh my god, you know, I've had like where I've had toilet paper, or you've had, you know, like. Things of stuff like that has happened. It's just like if you have like a good attitude about it and you don't get super embarrassed, like when you get embarrassed and you like act funny about it, that's when it gets uncomfortable. So if you're just like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that just happened. Um, You know, like noises like during sex. I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. I mean, if you just kind of like go with it, it makes it so much better than if you like make it uncomfortable. All right, and I think that's that's the perfect segue to our next category, which is 
mishaps. Yeah, so for accidents and mishaps, so I think we have a few things that um, would fall fall into this this category. So the very first couple that we ever played with, um, I fell off the bed. You don't remember this. I, I don't. I, but I, I remember yeah. this. Um, so, of course, you know, like me and you had literally a day like a month. So, like, I'm trying to impress you. I'm also trying to impress the husband. And I'm also trying to, like, not kill the wife because if you've heard us tell the story, she was extremely annoying. But they had, like, a large king-size bed, and I was on the edge. And I guess I didn't realize I was on the edge, and I went to, like, kind of roll. And when I did, I completely fell off the bed. And I was so embarrassed because, again, you know, this was, like, early on. I mean, now if I did it, I'd just be like, oops, and hop back up. But at the time, I was so embarrassed. Yeah, and I'm trying to think if has there been any other falling off the bed? I know, so I know I'm like sure there has. We've done a we've done it where we push beds together before, and mm-hmm. then like as you're trying to have sex, you kind of like get stuck in those cracks in the middle of the yeah. two mattresses and stuff like that. Um, I can't think of any other like oh we did we've heard a few stories of people falling off a off a hot tub edges of hot tubs and things like yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought that guy, oh, yeah. when he was getting up on the edge of the hot tub at Hito, was going to die. but uh, Yeah, he didn't um, die. Yeah, it definitely, when you're trying to have sex in different um, precarious positions, it can be, you can be taking your life into your own hands at some point. <laughs> yeah, Naughty Jim Scott, um, he just fell off of a hot tub and, and had to, like, be rushed to the hospital. Uh, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, yeah. Something that old, happens all the time. Yeah. Um, so, um, another thing is bloody noses. Because, and I think it's because of the Viagra. What do you think? Yeah, so I think it is. So it has happened um, to a, to me personally, but then we've also had it happen to other a few of the other guys that we know. So it's happened to me. So at the pool at Secrets, this is probably well over a year ago. A guy I know was like, has me kind of lifted in the air and was like going down on me. So I was like, my body was kind of like out of the water, but like my shoulders were in the water. And as he was going down on me, his nose started bleeding. And so there was blood all over him, all over me, like in the water. Well, people there thought I'd started my period because there was like (laughs) blood coming from, you know, my girl area. And so, like, I was like, no, no, you know, I, well, like, I've had a hysterectomy, so I can't, I don't, you know, I don't have a period. So it took us a minute to realize that, no, he, in fact, was, like, bleeding from his nose. And it's very, very common. I mean, you've, you've bled going down on a girl before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So I think, and I don't know, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's the, the Viagra or, or taking that medication that ups your heart rate and probably ups your blood pressure a little bit. And then, you know, when you're, vigorously going down, you know, that nose is in a, in a precarious spot, you know I mean? It doesn't take much, uh, to bump it or hit it the wrong way. And, and that can lead to nosebleeds and, and honest, you know, safety first, right? When that happens, you stop and, and go get it under control and make sure you get cleaned up real nice and stuff like that. So it, it definitely is a, uh, a kind of vibe killer when stuff like that um, does happen. Yeah, because it happened to you this weekend too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not like when you were playing with someone, but like, you were up and moving and it, mm-hmm. you could tell it was coming on. We had to like, you know, go into the bathroom, make sure you were okay and everything, but it definitely happens. 
Yeah. And it's the same. I, you know, you, you can't have your period, but it has happened when girls are not supposed to, you know, like having a lot of sex or, you know, sex with people you're not used to having sex with and stuff. It can, it can lead to, um, girls starting their periods earlier or, or things like that. So we definitely have well, encountered. I've had somebody play like nail cut me before, you yeah, know, not right. in a swinger situation, but in like a vanilla mm-hmm. situation. Right. And it took us a minute to realize where it was, what was going on. So stuff like that definitely happens. Yeah. And then like what you were saying, when things like that do happen, you know, it, it like, don't make it weird, right? Like it, it's normal. It's okay. Just stop, get cleaned up, make, you know, clean it up, make sure the bleeding gets stopped. And especially, you know, if it's a nick or a cut, you know, like you, that might end your play session, right? Cause you mm-hmm. don't want to mess, you don't want to mess around with um, that kind of stuff and, and having anything, you know, spread. But uh, it, it is, you know, I think we're all adults and, and realize that in sexual situations, things like that can happen. And it's just best to, when it happens, deal with it as adults and, and move on. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I think it's, I think it's important to normalize mishaps because we all have them, right? I mean, they, we just do. Uh, and then, so kind of in a similar category is weird noises that can happen during sex. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of mentioned that before, but this case was a really, really funny story. We have it on camera too, so if you if you want to see it, you can message us. We could send you to our OnlyFans, and you can purchase it. But we were um, filming some girl and girl con- content, and so I think there was like eight girls, maybe something like that. Six girls, I can't remember how many, but so like we were all kind of lined up, and you had kind of in like a 69 type of position if you could imagine that for females but like on top of each other so we had you know each girl was on a different girl and then it was towards like the end of it and all of a sudden you hear this awful noise and I honestly thought that somebody had farted but Kylie had done a raspberry I think it was Ashes um she did, gave her a raspberry, yeah, um, which mm-hmm. was going down on her. And we yeah. laughed so hard because we had, I mean, we had never heard of that. But it was just, like, really funny because I guess that's something that she typically did. And, like, none of us had ever heard of anybody doing it. And we just died laughing. It was so funny. Yeah, so we're, it, we, like you were saying, we were filming OnlyFans content. And we're all, you know, playing and having fun. And, and it's the nice thing about our group is it just kind of happens, right? It's all natural. And then uh, in the middle of playing, you just hear this like, <laughs> like, you know, it's like we all like just stop and look over there and we're like, oh, are, like, are you okay? And Kylie like looks up at us and she's like, what? Nobody else blows raspberries on pussies? And I was like, <laughs> what? Like it just, everybody just died laughing. Like, we died laughing. It totally ended it. But because it was <laughs> so funny. It was so funny that like when, um, Mr. Live of Spice was editing it. He left it in there because it was just that right. cute. It's at the very, very end. Yeah. But it was just so cute that we left it in there. So I don't know if that's really a mishap, but it definitely is like something funny to like laugh at yourself about. Well, and then, I mean, you know, if we're being completely honest, if we're just talking about noises, things happen. People fart. Oh, yeah. People people queef. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all those noises can happen during sex and like sometimes it's funny and you just can't help but laugh and then sometimes you just kind of pretend like it didn't happen and keep doing your thing but mm-hmm. you know kind of what we we're talking about with the you know getting nosebleeds and all that kind of stuff like all this stuff happens during sex um and yeah it's kind of weird and kind of like sometimes it's funny but uh you know i think it, 
don't let it like ruin your moment, right? You know what I mean? Like it just it just happens. And all those things happen. And we've all done it. We've all been there. If you've had sex probably for more than you know a couple of weeks, you probably have experienced um, some of those noises at some point in time. And uh, it's not it's not really a big deal. It's not yeah, so great for only, not so great for only when you're filming OnlyFans. But I, mean, I don't know. There's probably a, there's probably a market out there for that no, kind of content. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yes, it definitely happens. Um, so this was fun. I enjoyed chatting about. Oliver, fuck up. Yeah. Okay. So I think we got a little bit <laughs> of time left. Um, and that's really all. Listen, we're not we're not perfect. We've made mistakes. I mean, we could probably go on for hours and hours about some of the other ones. I think these are some of the more um, common ones that we've experienced or encountered. Maybe some of the more uh, funny ones, but there's a whole bunch of them out there. Yeah, there is. So uh, in the last few minutes here, what what do we got coming up um, for events? So we will be um, at the Eye Candy event in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, November 18th and 19th. I think there may be one room as uh, as the day we're recording this available. But if you don't get that room, the cool thing is that Pigeon Forge is covered with cabins and hotels and all the things. So that's not a big deal. You can purchase day passes so you can come in and um, I don't think you get to go to the day pool party, but you get to go to the night portion of it. So you can definitely still be a part of everything. Um, so that's really, I'm really looking forward to this event. Um, Eye Candy is known for being amazing party host. Um, they have a young, hip crowd. I guess I'm not really young and hip if I say hip. I don't think that's cool anymore. But you know what I mean? Like, they seem to have like a younger crowd, which is exciting. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. What do you think, babe? I, I, I agree. And, uh, Swinger Society slash the Swing Nation has taken over the f- entire first floor of the hotel. Good guy. Good job, guys. Yes. I can't. So that's going to be exciting. Having all of our friends right there. So we can pop in and out of each other's rooms. So if that's, if you're even close to that area and you want to meet some of your favorite, um, Swinger Society influencers and hosts, this is the place to go. Um, because other than secrets, I can't think of another event that's had this many people at it. No, yeah, it's going to be every pretty much all of our friends are going to be there. All the people mm-hmm. that you know from from TikTok and and um, all the Swinger Society influencers. Uh, there's going to be lots a large of people no- we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah, a large number, <laughs> number of them will be there. Um, okay, what about December? Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah. the, the toy drive? Yeah, so December 10th, we will be at the Lifestyle Connections Hotel Takeover. We went to it last year. They're a really fun group. It's um, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. They do a toy drive every year. The toys actually go to a local charity right there in Charlotte. They stay um, pretty much in that area with the exceptions of last year. They got so many. So they actually saved a little bit back because they had, you know, we did a really good job of raising money for it and they saved some and then there was a tornado and they actually brought all of those toys to the victims of the tornado. So it definitely goes to help the people that are in need. Last year, we raised well over a thousand dollars and were able to completely fill their Christmas tree up with toys. And so we really want to do it again this year. The event is sold out as far as hotels, but where that hotel is located, there's a bunch of hotels right in the vicinity of it. So 
you can definitely get um, a pass. It's just one night, so it's just that Saturday night. We do have a GoFundMe if you would like to donate. We're going to take that money and purchase toys and bring them. And whatever we can't fit in our car, we'll cut them a check. So it all goes directly to them. But they're just good people. They raise money for kids because that's genuinely what they want to do, which is really, really nice. And we like showing a different side of swingers that we're not just here to party and have fun and get drunk and make fools of ourselves like we just talked about in this podcast. That we really have good hearts and we want to help the the kids in need. So we'll link all of that in the show notes. If you'd like to go, we'd love to hang out with you. It's a smaller event. So a lot more one-on-one time. So if you'd like to really chat with us and get to know us, that that's a good event to come to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you'd like to put out to the Swing Nation before we wrap this one up? Can we talk about secrets? We can talk about secrets. So yeah, we so, can, uh, go ahead. Yes, we can talk about secrets. So as of... um. We're recording this on Wednesday. I don't know what the date is, but uh, ten twenty-five. Yep. And so this this episode will air tomorrow morning, um, and t- tickets for secrets will be on sale on SummerSunday.net. Um, so the the event is the tenth and eleventh of March, twenty twenty-three, at Secrets Hideaway Resort in Kissimmee, Florida. Um, we're doing a spring break themed um, takeover. And um, the Friday night is going to be 90s night. And then the Saturday night, we're doing swinger prom night. I'm so excited. So um, if you were if you were at our last um, event at Secrets or if you've watched all of us from afar and want to come again, we're super excited. We're going to get to do it again. We're just totally taking over swinger spring break style. Um, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a blast. Love the themes. Who doesn't love a swinger prom? I do. So, so yeah, make sure you get your tickets. Um, this time you get to choose your room, which is a little bit different than how we did it before. So make sure you go to swingersociety.net. The sooner you obviously you purchase, the better room you probably get. So hop on there and pick out your room. Yes, head on over to swingersociety.net. Get your room. Like we, like Lacey said, it's by room number on the website. It's listed this time. So we're not, we had, last time we had thousands of people trying to, well, not thousands, but, you know, a few hundred people trying to pick out rooms and tell us which room to put them in. And it just got, it was chaos. So we listed it by room number, first come, first serve, whatever room you buy, you get. Um, and we look forward, look forward to seeing you there. Yep. I guess that's it, babe. All right. I think with that, guys, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.